In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. No angels, no shepherds, no sheep, no manger, no hay, no star, no Bethlehem, no stable, no Mary, no Joseph, not even a baby Jesus. One of my seminary professors once wondered why the Apostle John couldn't just write a decent Christmas story. Instead of giving us a nativity scene with a baby in a manger, the camera zooms out and pans over to eternity. In the beginning was the Word. All things were made through Him. The light shines in the darkness. It sounds more like a creation story than a Christmas story. Of course, the Apostle John expects that we're familiar with the scene in Bethlehem. He expects that we've heard all about the visits by the angel Gabriel, Mary's betrothal to Joseph, the census decreed by Caesar while Quirinius was governor of Syria, the search for an inn, the humble birth, the swaddling cloths, the praising and the singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace. And so, with the nativity scene in the background, John tells the Christmas story in a different way. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. John tells us that what happened in Bethlehem was no ordinary miracle. Ordinarily, we think of miracles as moments of divine intervention. For an instant, God parts the clouds, reaches down, puts the laws of nature on hold, does some tinkering in our favor, and then disappears back to his throne. That kind of miracle is very comfortable. It's the kind of miracle we like best. A little help when we need it, nothing too fancy. It leaves us in charge. It leaves the world unchanged. It leaves us unchanged. It's just a little nudge. Perhaps you find yourself praying for these kinds of miracles. If only God would do this one thing for me, then I could sort everything else out. If only he would heal this disease, take away this pain, get me through this week, let me pass this test, help me find my car keys, I can handle the rest. Now, of course, those are all very good things to pray about, and they're things that God cares about very much because he cares very much about you. But God is not interested in being a God who remains far away. When Jesus performs miracles in the Gospels, when he heals the sick, when he gives sight to the blind, makes the lame walk, and raises the dead, it's never the end of a relationship with him. It's always only ever the beginning of a relationship with him. God isn't interested in mere moments of divine intervention. And that's certainly not the kind of miracle that happened in Bethlehem.
The birth of Jesus was no ordinary miracle because no ordinary miracle would do. If we had a God who only ever parted the clouds for an instant, a God who would finally leave us to our own devices, a God who was ashamed of our flesh, then we would have no hope. All of the things we suffer, all of our shortcomings and failures, our brokenness, our sin, our sickness, and our death, all of that would have the final say. But what happened in Bethlehem was no ordinary miracle. In fact, it was so out of the ordinary that John takes us all the way back to creation to understand it. What God has wanted from the beginning, what he has wanted from even before he created us and called us good, to be a God who is near and not far away, to be a God who dwells with his people, what he has always wanted and what he set out to do again the very instant we fell to pieces. That's what God is doing in Bethlehem. It's a creation story. It's a return to the beginning, a return to peace with God, a return to the Garden of Eden. It's a miracle that exalts our lowly human flesh to be the dwelling place of God. It's more than a moment of divine intervention. It's a miracle that unites God and man forever. It's a miracle that undoes every barrier between heaven and earth. It's a miracle that continues this morning as we receive God in the flesh. It's no ordinary miracle. It's more than just a nudge. It changes everything. It changes us. It's not just a little help or a quick fix for our brokenness. It's God refusing only to be there when you need him most. It's God refusing to be kept at arm's length. It's God refusing to let death and darkness have the final say. It's God taking all of the things that you pray for, all of the miracles that you could hope for, everything that you need, and gathering it all up into something much better and much more. God became man, and he endured all of the things we suffer all of our shortcomings and failures, our brokenness, our sin, our sickness, and our death, even death on a cross. He endured it all so that he can dwell with us and call us good again. That's the story that John tells. What happened in Bethlehem was no ordinary miracle. Christmas isn't a mere moment of divine intervention. We're not here just to marvel for a day at the birth of a baby boy. We're here because God is doing what he's wanted to do from the very beginning. We're here because we have a God who is near and not far away. We're here because God has made his home with us. In the holy name of Jesus, 
Amen.